Welcome to Books, Kids, and Creations, a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I am your host, Tracy Bloom, and I feature people who inspire future generations with their work. And today, I am so honored to have two authors, but also teachers here today. So thank you, Jade Green Grant and Barbara McNoda. Thank you for being here. Tracy, thank Hi. you for having us. Thank you for having us. So it's not every day that I get to interview you know, someone who's an author as well as a teacher. I think you might be my first, my first of that nature. So um, what inspired you to create this beautiful book, Animals Eating the Alphabet? I'm assuming it came from being teachers, but how did, how did this idea come to be? Well, the silly version is we love to eat. And we've had lunch together, you know, uh, thousands of times being that we've been working together for over 10 years. So we just were talking about how funny it would be to make little jokes about food and about animals. And then we decided let's make a book out of it because it was really funny. And we felt that our kids needed letter recognition, letter sounds. And we decided to put it in a book form so the children could see and read it in the classroom to each other. Did the children have input at, at all in the process of the animals selected or anything? No, this was actually written so many years ago. It was okay. pre-pandemic. Oh. Uh, after the pandemic is when we decided to really move forward with it. So yeah. these children, this book was born before they were. Yeah. Our kids were <laughs> only four and five years old. Isn't that incredible? But you have, it's so neat to to create a book because you have this thing that will last for for decades and you can share it with all the different classes that come through um what has been the general response to your book do you share it in your classrooms oh it's displayed on the bookshelf and the kids love to read it to each other and they ask each other questions and it's great to hear them talk to each other about it and it's so funny because like we have t-shirts and they go you're wearing our book today they call it yeah. their book <laughs> and so I go, yes, I'm, we're, we're wearing our book today or we're reading our book today. And uh, our school's been really supportive. They have bulletin boards about us. And uh, it's just been really a really good, overwhelming response. It's been positive. And some yeah. of the children walk around in the class saying, I'm going to write a book when I get older. So it's encouraging mm -hmm. them to want to write and read more. That's amazing. And that's just being those role models that show them how cool it can be to create something that begins as an idea and then can transform into something you can hold. I'm sure that alone is just inspiring lots of future writers and probably artists too. So we hope so. We have some pretty good uh, writers and illustrators in our classroom, even though it's in the early stages, we can tell. Yeah, And they love seeing our names on the book. They're like, look, your name is on the book. And I'm like, your name can be on a book one day too. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. So how long did it take you from concept to creation to make your book? Once we started the concepts, we ran with it quickly. We were able to get the story down quickly. It was getting the right publisher and the right illustrator. That's what really delayed us. Getting yeah. the story portion of what we wanted to do, that was the easy part. But putting it all together was the hard part. Yeah. We don't have a background in publishing or anything like that. So we just got on the computer and Googled different publishers and we sent the manuscript in. But a lot of times you need an agent to do that. Right. And you need a large amount of money to do that with you know, teachers funds. It's not a large amount of money. We do it because we love it. Not because we, you know, want to be rich. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to come up with 
a way to find, you know, to get money and get the book out there. So we happened to find a publisher that liked to work with women in the first time they were writing a story. So she really went out of her way to help us put all the pieces in place. So when we do write the next story that we're going to write, we know how to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. And so are you working on a next book? We are working on a next. We would like to do a series of them with different concepts. So we are working on book number two at this present time. And I'm assuming it's with the same publishing house. It will be the same publisher, the same illustrator, and probably the same animals. We want to keep our characters consistent because like we said, the overwhelming response, they love it. They love it. We've actually printed them out and had the kids cut them out and, you know, play with them, make different dioramas and stuff and so it's puppets and acting them out yeah 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 and the um the illustrations are adorable so um did you find your illustrator through the publisher or was this someone that you knew prior to finding your publisher it was through the publisher and someone else happened to use her that we came across so when we told her i our idea she loved the idea and when we saw her Um, demos that she did of the drawings we fell in love with the colors and the way that animals were we knew that they were popping on the page and kids would really like the colors and how funny and some of the animals looked yeah there's some really wonderful illustrators out there but the illustrations weren't necessarily child friendly right so it would be like we have a lion licking a lollipop the lion was like ferocious and tough and (laughs) strong and we said that's great but we need something a little more animated yeah animated more friendly for kids so we found uh amber kruger and she really helped us out really nailed it yes she did and as i was reading this because you know you're saying you love food like i too am a food enthusiast and i'm always trying to find cookbooks from all around the world and cooking different things that i've never heard of Mm. Um, and as i was reading this i thought i bet you could probably include cool recipes Mm-hmm. to try um or you know have the lion share his favorite lollipop recipe or whatever right that's a great idea especially <laughs> the ice cream and certain pages yes i would yeah. love that yeah so what was, do what was in your opinion like the hardest part from i guess from the overall process of creating a book i just feel like it was finding the right people to help us go through the process yeah. Like I said, writing the book and finding the picture, well, that was the easy part. It was getting it together. Who's going to help us get to the next stage of it? So that was challenging. And you had to find the right person. We didn't just want any illustrator. Yeah. We wanted the illustrator that made our story come to light. So that was the hard part of it for us. And there's so many scams uh, out there. And it's like, your book is great. Send us $10,000. Right. No, right. your book is wonderful. Send $5,000. We'll get it here. We'll get it there. We'll put it out for you. And, you know, we weren't doing that. Uh, right. So those things, you know, really finding the right fit. Yeah. That was the difficult part. And I I feel like a lot of first time authors also um, with putting out your first book, like, finding the identity of being an author, like, and and not being like, well, I'm not this, or I'm not qualified, or, you know, who am I to do this? I hear that almost every author I talk to is like, the one of the hardest things they come across is believing in themselves that they can do it. And I just think that's so cool that not only you've done it, but now you can teach all of your students that they can do it too. 
And that's something that we take very seriously in the classroom. And anytime somebody tries something, whether they're writing something, reading something in the classroom, I'm always like, you can do it. And the whole class will say, you can do it. We always try to have that positivity, no matter what it is. If you're shooting a basket, no matter what it is, as long as you try, you can do it. And they're very good with that. They're very positive in the classroom. Oh, good. A friend of mine said to me, well, if you're a writer, say you're a writer. And I was saying, you know what? I am. I'm an author. And I always have been, and I always wanted to be. So you know what? I am. I'm not just a teacher. I'm an author too. Yeah. And and so important on both levels, you know, teacher and author. The world needs more good teachers, you know, more teachers. They're so important. My sister's a teacher. And I'm always like, thank you so much for what you do. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, um, doing author visits, I'm sure you're probably natural since you're in the classroom all the time. You know, if you do author visits to other schools and, and read your book. Um, we visit schools, we visit libraries, uh, yeah. we've got some media coverage. Uh, and it's hard to do both at the same time. I Yeah, I bet. Teaching while we're teaching in school, it's hard to do it. So on this, in the summer, we're able to get the word out more. Yeah, yeah. As far as like hosting events or making appearances. So we make yeah. sure to, you know, get in as much as we can. Right. And is there a zoo close to where you are? We do have the Bronx Zoo. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I thought there was a zoo right there. Um, I bet that they would be very interested in this as well. Yeah. That's an aspect we didn't think of, but that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, when I lived in Tampa, the Tampa Zoo had me there for some story times. And it was always so much fun because you could go and read your book and then, you right. know. What animals do you still find here, these right. animals? Yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So do, do you have um, any future plans on the horizon? I know you said you have another book in the works. Is there anything exciting that you would like to talk about for future future plans or that you can talk about? Uh, Well, we just like to do things like this. We like to consult. We've helped teachers set up their classrooms. We've helped uh, people just get a feel for what they really want to do. Like we wanted to go on Wheel of Fortune. So what did we do? We auditioned for Wheel of Fortune for Teachers Week. Well, we auditioned for Best Friends Week. (laughs) We didn't make it, but uh, I made it on for Teachers Week. And so she came on with me after I won. And we... You know, we can do more than just what we think we can do, right. you know? So that's really our message. You don't have to do just one thing. Yeah. So. And as far as like a concept for the next book, we're thinking like clothes and food and numbers and shapes. So we're going to keep going with that concept. Um, so the next one, you'll have to wait and see what the yeah. surprise is. That one. <laughs> I'm excited to see the next one. We're, we're definitely trying to get it out every year or two. Yeah, that's a good goal. And I didn't even ask, but how did you meet? You've been friends for such a long time. Did you meet from teaching or? We did meet. We met here at this school. That's amazing. One of the teachers happened to leave and they recommended her for the job. And then she got the job and it was an immediately click. Um, We're friends inside and outside. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we have different viewpoints on it. But when we sit and we talk about it, we're like, wow, that's a really good idea. Even when we were constructing the book, sometimes the drawing, I'm like, oh, maybe we need this or we need that. And we always came together and saw both viewpoints and we never had um, any disagreements about it. It was just easy flowing from day one. 
even now in life, just in general, as long as you talk to each other about things, life is easy. And that's what a lot of people don't do. They don't talk anymore. They just take their opinion and that's Mm -hmm. it. Just listen to what the other person has to say. Yeah. And we do that even with the kids. It's like mediation. Like you can tell that somebody did something to you or you can tell that person, you know? So we act as mediators, not just go sit down. Don't do that. No, you're right. You're wrong. No, listen to them. Yeah. Let's talk about it and let's see what we can come up with. So we don't work together in the same classroom. This is actually my classroom. Her room is next door. So we are right next door to each other. So yeah, we work close enough where we're able to have lunch every single day. But we're also <laughs> further enough away when we need to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I I always ask everybody who comes on the show what their advice is for future generations. And it could be future generations who want to become teachers or want to write books or just in general. I think future generations for me is to let children know that they can do whatever they want to do. Don't stop because somebody tells you no, because there's going to be somewhere along the way that someone's going to say you can't do that. And that's not true. Anybody can do anything at any point. So always believe in yourself and they'll be able to achieve their goal. I think that's great. I, my advice to anyone would be this. If you feel something within yourself, build on that strength. You know, if you're a quiet person, you don't always have to be the center of attention. You may learn differently from someone else. If you're a quiet person, take that, see what you like. Maybe you're an observer. Maybe you'll write novels one day full of information. Maybe you're grasping all that information. If you are the star, if you are the center of attention, take that. You're not bossy, you're assertive. You know what I mean? Give a positive spin on the things that make you different. Yeah, that would be my advice, you know, and really cultivate uh, those different things about yourself. You know, you like music, then don't just enjoy music, you know, take some lessons. Yeah, you know, make a difference. Yeah, yeah. That's such good advice for anybody. Yeah, yeah it's anyone yeah. and even adults too, you know, because like, you never thought you would write a book. You never <laughs> thought you'd be an author. I, I really didn't. You know, like she's the writer and I'm more like the math person. So when we came up with the concept, we're like, okay. And then we were just joking around and it just flowed. Yeah. So like, you never know where life would lead you. I mean, she doesn't like to like be on stuff like this, but look at you. You're on a podcast. I won and she's the more assertive one. You know what I mean? (laughs) Who would have thought? I mean, we never would have thought we would teach online for a year. Right. Right. And look, we had to learn how to make an electronic classroom and keep the children engaged. So there's so many things that we haven't even done yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can do anything that you set your mind to. Absolutely. I think so. No matter how long it takes. Yeah. But at least we can say we've done it. Even if we never do another book, you know, we've done it. It's an accomplishment that it's something that nobody could take away from us. Yeah. 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 I'm just so excited that I got to speak with you today. I'm I love this book so much. Um, we will post a link to where they can buy this lovely book. And um, yes, thank you so much for being here today. It has been such a pleasure. That's my favorite page, Tracy. <laughs> the French fries. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite one. So cute. I love them. Like popping thank up. You. Yes. Thank you so much. And then uh, we're in the book also. 
You are. Oh, you are. Are we are in the book also? <laughs> we wanted to make it a little unique and give us yeah, and give us the backgrounds a little bit of us. So we did, and the kids <laughs> think it's the funniest thing. We're like, which one is which, and like that one's you, and that one's you. It's funny. They they immediately knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Oh, yeah, it's we got ourselves in there. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. And Amber did such a wonderful job with the illustrations. So Kudos to Amber Kruger <laughs> and Little Pink Press. Yes, and Little, little Pink Press. Press. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here today and best of luck in all of your future endeavors and everything you do. Same to you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much.